Hello and welcome back to the English Link podcast. Mark here, joined by Steve. Hello there. And uh, today we thought we'd talk a little bit about the uh, recent inauguration of uh, Barack Obama, and uh, or Obama, if you prefer, um, eh, and um, what it might affect in the future. Yeah. I I I, uh, yeah. I know myself. I didn't actually watch his inauguration, but uh, did did you see uh, did you see the inauguration? Uh, I have to admit, <laughs> I uh, one evening uh, I turned on and they were dancing, and some kind of um, lots of show business personalities singing songs that all sound the same to me, and I don't like that. And it was kind of a nice touch that uh, President Obama and his wife were dancing on the floor. It's kind of like. Uh, Getting close to people, and then a bunch of uh, middle-aged, pudgy people got on got on the dance floor and didn't look quite as elegant as Barack Obama and his wife, who looked quite nice uh, dancing. Um, then uh, I haven't uh, didn't listen to the speech, but I've I've uh, heard parts of it because um, I heard the uh, the Russian translation because I listened to Echo uh, Moskvi, my uh, Russian radio station, and they gave a full trans uh, a sort of uh, you know simultaneous interpretation with him speaking. So I heard him and I heard the Russian. Uh-huh. And uh, then they uh, had other programs where they dissected the speech. So I'm quite familiar with what's in the speech, but I, I must admit I didn't sit through it. Right. Uh, other than as a part of my Russian language uh, learning exercises. I have to admit that I was I was amazed at the um, pomp and the number of people that um, went to Ottawa or Washington to... Um, to watch or to, it, to, to it's take interesting part. that there are people saying that there in fact there weren't 1.8 million people or only 1 million people or 800,000 or something. Oh, is that so, right? But who knows? I mean, even anyway, still, yeah, even though it's, it's a huge number and apparently it was like 15 below zero mm-hmm. centigrade, so it was a cold day. I mean, I, there's no question in my mind that uh, that the, the, there is tremendous symbolic significance to the fact that Barack Obama has uh, you know has been elected president of the United States. Oh, absolutely, and not not just that, but uh, obviously, what are you rattling around uh, over there? Sorry, I moved. I just closed the door here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, I just, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm just um, amazed at, uh, and I, it's just because there's quite a contrast uh, between uh, the states and and Canada. Uh, which I'm obviously more familiar with, but uh, you know, if, if there's a new prime minister, <laughs> a there is no inauguration, and uh, or at least that I'm familiar I get with. I guess he gets sworn in. I can't yeah. imagine anyone goes to watch. It's sort of a non-issue, and and mm-hmm. where in the states, it's uh, the president is a much bigger deal for them, and it's uh, well, yeah, yeah, I guess it's the head of state or whatever. Well, exactly, but, it's it's both head of state and head of government. Yeah, but and he is elected. With you know a direct suffrage, direct vote, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas in Canada, the prime minister is simply the the the, the head, the leader of the winning party. Okay, but that's in yeah. theory. In theory, right. yeah. But in effect, both systems work the same way. Most Canadians, when they vote, vote for the leader. Most Canadians are th- in their mind are thinking they're voting for the. No, head of state. Uh, yeah, I no, mean, I mo- not many Canadians think, gee, the Queen is our head of state. 
I mean, I, I don't think that, that that's not a, a – most people think they're voting for – in the U.S. and in Canada, that you're voting for the leader of your country. And in, no, the, in, in the, the United States, United States it's, it's a big deal, no, no, and no, here no. it's a much States, less of a voting, deal. In the United States, you're voting directly for the president. And you have a separate opportunity to vote for your congressmen and senators. Yeah, that Canada, may be. Okay, but I'm just telling you. And in Canada, a lot of people, and I have been involved in more elections than you, a lot of people are very much influenced by the quality of their local representative. And so that influences it. Whereas in the United States, people who may be long-term Democrats and who may even vote for a Democratic congressman may vote for a Republican president or vice versa. So, so that there's far more focus on the position. And, of course, certainly internationally, the position of the President of the United States is, is much, much more important, <laughs> a significant order of magnitude more important than the Prime Minister of Canada. Yeah, that, that goes without saying, but my point is that one million people or whatever the number was went to his inauguration. Mm -hmm. If there was a similar type event here in Canada for our Prime Minister, even if our our prime minister isn't doesn't carry much weight internationally uh is not voted for directly directly all all those reasons you just mentioned but there wouldn't be a hundred people that would show no, up for that no no but but i mean okay different ceremonies the whole procedures down there are different uh, in the inauguration of the president i mean the fact of the matter the fact that the president is 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 elected on whenever it is the 14th of November and doesn't take office until the 20th of January or whatever i mean the whole thing is different there's no comparing the two but there were far far more people this time than ever before mm -hmm. and that comes back to this whole idea of symbolism uh, a number of things first of all the fact that 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 george bush was so unpopular mm -hmm. so that his support was down to 20% and the perception that George Bush had made the Americans unpopular internationally. And so people were looking for someone who would represent hope. And then you've got the crisis and stuff like this. And I think to a lot of Americans, because they have had this history of, of, of race problems, going right back to slavery and the Civil War and civil rights movements, in, in, particularly in the South, and, and difficulties that blacks have had and so forth. And so this represents to many people the, the sim symbolism of saying, okay, we are now... We have resolved these different difficulties, even if they haven't entirely. It represents hope. It represents that kind of symbolism, not only for, for uh, Afro-Americans, but for all Americans. Or not for all, but for many who supported uh, Obama. So I think there's a lot of excitement specific to this, uh, to this president. That, uh, but even in previous inaugurations... Uh, there were a lot of people there. So you make a good point. Yeah, in I mean, Canada, that, that, we don't make as big a deal out of it. Yeah. I mean, to the average American, the president is a much bigger deal than the prime minister is to the average Canadian. Right. And that's, because he is the, but part of it, even though you, you poo-poo it, now there's a word people are going to have to look up in their dictionaries, <laughs> the fact that he is the head of state and that there is no one above the president, not even symbolically or, or you know, in some kind of uh, ceremonial way mm. whereas in canada there are other there is that other one institution so it's a little different but i think we should move on uh -huh. from from that subject to to what is the significance of uh, of first of all barack obama the man and i must say that when i first heard him speak i was a little bit you know i had the impression that he's a very good speaker uh but he came across as a little bit insincere and maybe that's because i'm a little bit skeptical about people who are very good speakers, a la Bill Clinton. Mm 
but I have become more and more persuaded that he's very capable because he ran a very capable campaign, because he was able to good, get good people around him, because he ran a modern campaign, he used the internet effectively, uh, he's not yet a member of Link, but we're, we're working on it. Uh, so he's modern, he's with it, he's efficient. Uh, that's the way he came across in his campaign, and hopefully, uh, now, not, you know, I'm not necessarily going to agree ideologically with everything he does, but if he can be efficient and capable and work well with people, those are, are very, very important qualities. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, I mean, when, when I see him, uh, you know, giving a speech is one thing. <clears throat> Obviously, he's very good at uh, giving speeches and sounds, uh, sounds good, speaks well, um, presents well. But uh, also, in in uh, I've, I saw an interview he gave on TV. T- I can't remember who with who he was uh, speaking, but uh, mm-hmm. I mean, he just comes off good. He he, he uh, I was impressed. I was impressed. This he has, and on maybe not all necessarily uh, politically related questions. Just in general, mm-hmm. he came off as genuine, and which you don't always get from politicians like Bill Clinton. I never found sounded very genuine no he, he was very clever you right. came away very impressed with how clever Bill Clinton was but right. not necessarily that he was very mm-hmm. sincere now George uh, Bush actually I thought was sincere too but, uh, George Bush was not George so Bush, clever he was sincere but you always had the impression with George Bush that he was always so excited and, and just wound up as tight as could be Yeah. and whereas Obama uh, exudes a certain you know calmness yeah, he does. And, and he communicates so naturally, and he has his opinions, and, and, and there are going to be moments when he's going to bite. I mean, he's not going to be sweetness to everyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, I noticed that there was an article in the paper where Obama had agreed to authorize you know, government, U.S. government financial support for aid organizations that also are involved in abortions, okay? Whereas under Bush and, and his group, that, that was not allowed. You couldn't, right. you couldn't support any organization that was in any way involved with abortions. And so Obama did this, and of course, immediately, the, some of the conservative church leaders and others complained. And he apparently said, look, we won the election. Now let's get on with it, you know? It's our agenda now. Mm-hmm. So, so on the one hand, he's saying he wants to work with the Republicans and work with different people, but on certain issues, you're going to say, no, this is our policy, and this is what we're going to do. Right. So I think we're going to start, start to see a bit of a sharper edge from time to time from Obama, but he, he does have a nicer... Well, you'd hope that uh, there's some issues that he would um, put his stamp on. I mean, I'm sure that, that uh, you wouldn't expect anything less. No, um, it'll be. I mean, it'll be interesting. Obviously, there's a tremendous amount of optimism everywhere, with uh, mm. all over the world, with uh, with mm. him coming in, and uh, especially coming on the heels of of Bush, who was not obviously very popular. And so, mm. I guess now the we, we will time will tell. But you know, it's uh, so far, I, he I, looks pretty good. It's interesting what people, you know, get out of these speeches. Uh, he said that uh, he made the comment that. Uh, it's a wonderful thing that here he is, President of the United States, when, and I think he said, possibly my father, 60 years ago, or my grandfather, I don't know, would not have been served uh, at a restaurant here in the United States. And so I was speaking to one of our learners in another country, and he thought that he said, that, that Obama said that 16 years ago, I was not served in a restaurant. 
Well, no, no, that's not quite <laughs> what happened. So uh, I think I think there has been a, a tremendous movement on this on the whole issue of, of race relations in the United States, and I think we should give credit to George Bush because George Bush was the first person to appoint uh, black people to very very senior like uh, Secretary of State for for uh, foreign relations or whatever. I mean Colin Powell. Um, uh, Condoleezza Rice. I mean, these are people appointed by Bush. Mm-hmm. And between that and the tremendous unpopularity of Bush, I think both of those things may have contributed uh, in no small way to uh, Obama being the first black president of the United States. And he's not black after all. Like, why is he black? He's half white, half black. Why do we call him black, anyways? Mm-hmm. But but uh, yeah, actually, we were. Yeah. I was just. We were talking the other day about. Um, <clears throat> About how uh, Val Eckley in Japan uploaded the um, Obama's speech yeah. uh, to the library, and what a great uh, opportunity for for our our English learners to be able to study English from that speech. I mean, it's uh, obviously timely and and hopefully of interest to a lot of people. So, uh, you know, I, 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 we were saying, boy, it'd be great if we had content like that in all languages. I gotta th- I gotta say, uh, since we since you mentioned it, first of all, uh, thanks to Val who probably doesn't listen to English Link. One of our, our learners, she's learning Japanese and French, and she lives in Japan where she teaches English. And she went in and took the speech and divided it up into three minutes sec, two to three minute segments. So it's very easy to study in Link. And I very much encourage anyone listening to go to our library, and you can then go through the speech uh, one segment at a time. She divided it into seven or eight segments. Thank you very much. And I should point out that Val's not the only one. We have wonderful mm-hmm. uh, members. Uh, you know, Serge has loaded up a series on wine for our French area. Uh, Emma keeps on putting up her, what is Emma doing now, in Japanese. Of course, Vera, who's done a phenomenal job in German. And I know that I'm leaving people. Marianne in French has done a Marianne. lot. Uh, yeah. And so I, I mean, yeah. I, I in French, it's, uh, I, I essentially stick with the content that our members have created. I don't. Uh, it's just a lot more uh, work to go and find something else, which is not necessarily any better. So uh, <clears throat> I know who I was going to mention, Rasana, mm-hmm. uh, who is my Russian tutor. She has found some wonderful podcasts, Russian podcasts, relatively short on a variety of subjects, very pleasant to listen to. One of them, it, it calls itself. Uh, poetry, T-R-E-E dot R-U, and there's a little bit of musical background, and he talks about different subjects. So, many thanks, and, and that's the model, hopefully, that we'll get more and more people who are finding uh, wonderful and interesting content uh-huh. on a variety of subjects, so that we can go in there and, and listen and read and, and link, and link them. Absolutely, but, and hopefully yeah. our uh, podcasts uh, help out a little bit there, too. Hopefully people enjoy them, and of course, if there are ever any topics that you'd like us to discuss be more than happy to hear about them. I, I should point out, if I can, while I think of it, that our Spanish podcasts, I think, have been quite popular, and we have now one of our Japanese learners who has been a, a learner of English who is using them essentially to start from scratch. That's how much she likes them. So, uh, yeah, there's a certain dynamic there. Let's hope it continues. Mm-hmm. Well, with that, I think we'll probably wrap things up. Yeah, but, we didn't get too far with Mr. Obama. We can talk about him again or sure. whatever else people want to talk about. Yep. Okay, well, talk to you okay. again next time. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.